2: dot com slash taylor tay in the uk it's on the odyssey app thanks to republic records this is a national contest
1: this is the high hopes podcast I hope. it's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the phillies on odyssey and sports radio 94 wip Yo.
3: Third edition of the High o podcast we freaking made it man like i have been like honestly this is the first time all offseason maybe other than the nola signing where i felt like i could just freaking go for it with a yo because we are freaking back dude i watched the phillies play yesterday 14 13 not gonna lie little freaking you know terrifying to watch a 14 13 not 15 14 game against the blue jays i'll just say that but hey we're back buddy it was awesome i honestly i've like really felt it yesterday like it felt like beautiful in my soul to see baseball again how you doing buddy
4: yeah i mean there's nothing that i think uh warms the heart i guess more Mm -hmm. than spring training baseball and and I think for people who don't really care about baseball, they don't really get it. Um, but if you care about baseball, it, it's it's just hard to describe. Like you go through the whole winter; it's still pretty cold up here. But then you see the boys down in Florida, and it's like it just it just warms you up a little bit, you know. And you know, seeing them take the field, you know, they, they got the they're wearing like their full jerseys, which I find interesting. You know, like they got the the home whites on today for mm-hmm. for a spring training game. I'm not used to that. <laughs> um... But it's uh, it's. Well, they might not have man. any other
3: options. The F- fanatics has made this a, a whole thing. Maybe they're just I, don't even know they who's,
4: I, I can't even tell who's on the mound today. It's so it's so it's so small. The, the the font on the back of the jersey is so small. And yes, don't you worry. I am watching the game uh while recording this podcast. Good, good. Uh, in a perfect world, this podcast would have been done at least an hour ago. <laughs> this so is I my was,
3: fault. It
4: happens. You know? So yes. I was yeah. locked in. Um, but James, I I have to be honest. Um, um i have to be honest and i am i am doing my best i'm doing my best not to do it but oh
3: you're all right i know you are you were sending me the kingery text yesterday i know it's like one game and you're just like scott kingery breakout ah Uh, yeah i know i know i am it's gonna be a month of this a month of me being like relax (laughs) and you know chill out you're like oh
4: I am semi, I'm semi embarrassed, but I also uh, can't hide how I feel. Yeah. I, I it did cross my mind at one point yesterday. Probably when he, he laid off a curveball in the dirt. That's all I really need at this point. <laughs> like I don't, I don't need the home run. I don't need the 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 roped ball in the third inning. I don't need mm-hmm. the 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 second hit he had. Laying Which was off- a
3: nice piece of hitting. That last hit was a nice piece. Like just, just waited for it, popped it into right, little bloop single, runner on base, like. She was like a good piece of hitting,
4: you know. Right, it's, just, it's just baseball. <laughs> I a, I am embarrassed to admit that I did say to myself, "Why did we sign Whit Merrifield?" <laughs> you
3: said it to me too.
4: All right. Did did we really need Whit? Is is the bigger question. Um I'm only half joking. He looks great yesterday, and I I have been doing my damnness to not think about Scott Kingery, but I'd be lying to you if I said I was not thinking about Scott Kingery. Pretty much right when I woke up this morning. It's all I want to talk about.
3: Yeah, well, good. Yeah, I'm sure it's all people want to hear about. Honestly, I the funny thing is is like and Kinger obviously had the best day of anyone. It was fun. But like you tweeted so I love when you get super nerdy with your baseball tweets, whether it's Thank about, you. you know, mechanics or whatever. But uh I don't know, like a week ago or whatever you had a tweet, you know, quote tweeting a Johan Rojas video and you're like, His swing path looks much cleaner. Bath, yeah. And bath Path. Yes. yes. Same difference. Yes. And you know what it does? Like, I don't normally, like, that was my big takeaway from yesterday. Like, it really does look like his his path to the ball is so much cleaner. And he's, like, barreling it up. And it, like, looks like his path is, like, right in the zone when it's supposed to be. And, like, that, I know, you know, the guy could have caught it and all that. But, like, he smoked that ball. Like, that, like, he, and you know, multiple hits. But that one, that double or whatever, you know, off the glove, like, he, like, that was, like, that that of uh, now, I, I know you're not, i
4: know you're not reacting to this I'm Training not, results I'm not, I'm you not. are sickening you are of sickening.
3: everything i saw yesterday that was the thing that got me most excited i was like
4: johan it wasn't it wasn't colby allard's uh, new mechanics that didn't <laughs> no, excite you because no, that
3: not yet not yet
4: I I did think for a second. I was like, "When did they sign Drew Smiley?" Um, <laughs> uh, I will say, not the greatest Nick Nelson outing <laughs> at
3: no, all. No, 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 no.
4: Was that? No. I mean, it wasn't as bad as what, the Phillies scoring ten in, in one of the innings. Yeah, it was, it was a ten spring. run inning. Well, like seven of them with two outs too. It, it was spring training for everyone. It was spring yeah, well. training for everyone yesterday for sure. Um Not to blame Buzz. You know, our guy Buzz Wilson. Well, um, we can do it. Yeah, why yeah. would we not? Um yeah. you know, but speaking of spring training for everyone, you know, I, I there there are a few things in life that I look forward to um more than when Fransky cracks the mic for the first time yeah. um in in spring. And I obviously have the Odyssey app going and I got to turn it on. I got to listen to half of Oak Canada and then uh. all the national anthem. So, I was I had to wait two and a half minutes of just singing for the first Scott Fransky of the of the spring. And that first was, time buzz? First time. Yeah, I, I mean that could have been there before. You Maybe time understand. it out a little bit better. It's actually not his fault at all. I will but,
3: say, if you're gonna have to listen, you may as well have at least gotten all of O'Connor Canada. in like yeah. What a song. What a what song. A, what, a what, song. A song. <laughs> what a song.
4: Yeah. A song. Um, it
3: is. It is. Hey, call it like you see it. You know? It's a
4: good song. Um so yeah, it was it was just it was great to see the back yesterday. Uh obviously, like
3: I mean 14 to 13 against the Blue Jays you get I mean I was at that 15 14 game so obviously I'm going to have flashbacks but I am one of many Phillies fans who was sitting there in the ninth when it's 14-13 being like, we're gonna lose this 15-14, and it's just gonna be the single worst way that I could start the 2024 season to lose 15-14 against the Blue Jays in this game. And they didn't, you know? So I, I really did. That was well I, I was so sure I was seeing 15-14.
4: It's funny that it's funny that you were like this because if there was one person I expected to be like this, like I would expect it to be the camera tomorrow. I just know. talking about how like yes. the season's the season's cursed. It's a bad omen. Um, and it would have
3: been. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If they had started the season losing fifteen to fourteen to the Blue Jays, like that's about as bad a start as you know.
4: For yeah, my only, my only gripe with yesterday. Is that uh, far too many scrubs I've never heard of coming? in late. I know so
3: many, like the dudes hitting home run, like Croon or whatever. I'd never heard of the well, he's, he's. We have an Aramis. I was so excited. I was like, "Is this Aramis Ramirez? Oh no, I not would. no. Yeah, but I know. I was like, hey, 'Hey, let's go, new Aramis Ramirez. We have an Aramis.' Like and Jack, I'm so with you. I was, I no, like I know it's spring training, but like for first game of the year, I was expecting to know like a little bit more than I did. I'm very yeah. with. You.
4: Yeah. I, I was looking forward to some uh, some guys late, uh, but I believe I, I think I think Mick Abel's pitching today. So um, he is
3: apparently it's uh, uh I believe it's Nola then Abel is the uh, the plan. I know I know this is exciting. This, is exciting.
4: this oh. is exciting. I I live I live for every single spring training uh, storyline. So like. We'll get into a lot of it, but like the the JT spending the off season in the in the me- biomechanic lab Aww. couldn't be more all in. <laughs> I believe I, I feel like Johan Rojas had to have been in there as well. Um, based off Kangri swings yesterday, Kangri had to be in there too. And then like the Griff McGarry new mechanics, like uh, the the Mick Abel new mechanics. There is there is just there there is nothing in the world. I believe that fills you with more hope than spring training storylines. It's like, well, it, it's, it's the greatest.
3: Yeah. So uh, we joked about it before, but if you're new to the pod, welcome. Super avid have you. Uh, You'll you see that this will be a theme throughout the season is Jack getting very excited about spring training stuff and me kind of tamping him down and all that. But, but I say this every year as someone who is very, and, proving correct let, let me say uh, does not overreact to spring training stuff new mechanics buddy i'm in i'm yep. sorry I, i'm what right about- there with it give me new commit new new mechanics uh, uh, he's on the other side of the rubber or he figured something out like in the swing like i like all in on that
4: stuff well all but in. i will say the biomechanic lab that is a new one that I have to, that I'm currently uh, yeah. working my way through. Like this is the first time I've really had to deal with it, you know, because now the Phillies are not stuck in the, in the, in the yeah. dark ages. So it's going to be a learning process here. It's going to be how excited should I get about the biomechanics lab when we see mm-hmm. JT mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. new swing? Like, mm-hmm. are they all just going to become uh guys that don't chase and only look to do damage in the zone? Like I can't, I can't wait. I think the thing that I love the most about spring training 'Cause I can't wait to see everything they worked on in the offseason
3: uh-huh. coming to fruition.
4: That's all I care about. That's all I care about. And like it's it's again, it's the most hope-filled time <laughs> you, of the year.
3: You're hilarious. I love it's it. It's the best,
4: dude. It, there is there is nothing better in the entire world than the first couple of spring training games. Like but you I, can have your little World yeah. Series runs and all that, all right. but but you want to talk about this is about, what really
3: matters here this
4: is this is the good stuff this, uh, this, this uh. is what separates the men from the boys that's what it is it's mm-hmm. like oh you oh you're just going to tune in for opening day cute well i already know what's going on with the team you know i already i yeah. already i, I, I already mean, have like, my breakout candidates. who
3: would have known that junior marte would play like a very minor role in last season if you hadn't watched spring training you knew it right away you're like yeah junior marte and it's like he would big deal Somewhat contribute to the season, so that was a pretty big thing, you know. It's good. Yeah,
4: well, that's why we're here, buddy. That's I'm so why far. We're
3: here. I'm so ready. Dude. I'm so excited. You're going to spring training. What, like a week or so? You're going to yeah. two, two weeks. So it's March seventh.
4: Awesome. March seventh. Yeah. It's, All it's right. It's gonna be absolutely beautiful.
3: Um, let's dive in. Uh, quickly before we get to, you know. More important stuff. I'm sorry, Jack. Uh, anything outside of Kingery that you like re- legitimately want to react to that you saw yesterday? Before we move on to other stuff, but like, was there anything you saw yesterday? I mean, they did, they played, and it was fun. Was there it, anything it, legitimate yesterday outside of just the fun of it being back and Kingery that that and Johan that got you kind of like, ooh, like somewhere just like ooh, one of those?
4: Well, it was like it, unfortunately for me, they they pitched like most of the scrubs that won't be on the roster. I know. I know. Um, which was it felt like a personal attack. Uh, I think it more was. Than
3: I think it was. I mean they uh, very easily could have just pitched the good guys yesterday and put scrubs today, like and, and they didn't. And I they had to have thought of you. I mean, it might not have been because of you, but there's no way they didn't think of you when they decided to do that.
4: You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, it does probably make sense. You know, keep the good guys for the, for the home opener rather than yes, the, yes. the game in Dunedin, yes. um,
3: against the but, Yankees, the whole thing. Oh, it's, it's
4: a rivalry. Aww. It's a rivalry game. You know, it matters it a lot.
3: We're right next to each other. I mean, they are like basically like crosstown rivals essentially when it comes to Grapefruit league baseball.
4: Exactly. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, I mean like the Ro- Rojas. I mean, he did strike out on a slider, which I didn't love. No, um, no,
3: we're not talking about that, Jack. Right, that we're doesn't talk matter. Talking about him roping balls that almost got caught but didn't, and ended yep. up being an RBI double. That's what I'm talking about.
4: Okay. Good. I'm, I'm yeah. proud of you. Um. Uh. But yeah, I mean, Mary Phil got a nice hit the opposite way. That was good to see. Um. But it, once again, did we really need him with with Scottie? <laughs> <Jeff Becks? laughs> did I need I? There. I just I nothing. I think would make me happier than a nice like a revival of Scotty Scottie. Jettbeck. Well, like, the
3: funniest part would be that the revival would happen right after we stopped paying him a bunch of exactly. money. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's just the, the easily the most hilarious way for it to happen is like you pay off the contract, the whole thing useless. And it's like, Oh, now he gives you something it would just be so funny. Like it really is
4: perfect. Did him have ni- <laughs> him having 19 homers in like in 2019 is I think it's a race from my memory, because like he, he had the one month where you just he had the going,
0: month, he had the yeah, month. It was
4: it was legitimately the Dom Brown month. It I mean, was, it, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's not it
3: quite the same level like the Dom month. You know, was was you know he became an all star because of it. But yeah, special, same idea.
4: I know. Special. <laughs> I know. Um, and real quick takeaways from the uh, from the spring training game currently yes. going on right now oh, is, oh, look at I know you. I know no I can't help it I can't help it uh, <laughs> Nola. Is dotting the fastballer, uh, just dotting the fastball early. It is, it is a sight to see watching the well, right now.
3: We're gonna do a bull predictions pod at some point along the way, and I'll just say I've got an Aaron Nola bull prediction. I'm just saying it. I've mentioned yeah. this multiple times. Like I, I'm, I'm just gonna say I'm very, very, very in on Aaron Nola this year. Like that's one of my things this year. Is I'm expecting big things from Aaron Nola. Just saying.
4: I mean, through the first inning and three pitches. <laughs> I mean. it in! Might have a better year than Zach Wheeler. Might have a better year than Zach Wheeler. God, I need I need to see Spencer Turnbull. It's just again, like you you crapping on spring training stuff is you are you are you are almost I, like a uh,
3: hold up hold up. I'm cra- I'm not crapping on the excitement of baseball being back in spring training. I'm crapping on taking anything meaningful away from it. that's projecting for the season. Come that on, man.
4: Nola just dotted a fastball up in the zone. Like, like, like he—he he wasn't able to do that a lot last year. He's gonna go down with a changeup or a curveball right here and get a strikeout. Like it's mm-hmm. just. It just it just matters so much, and I. But
3: <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't right, at all. I with it. No, I
4: think I should have learned my lesson with Pavetta throwing ninety nine yeah, every cardinal.
3: year. Like every year, you could See learn ya. your lesson. Every See year. ya. This happens every year. The history of this podcast, there are very few. Things, ah, there are a lot of things that have been the same. There are very few things that have been exactly the same every year. And every year we get on here and you do your thing. And every year I'm like, man, chill out. And I am proven right
4: every year, so I'm okay with it. But what about what about the sense of feeling alive, James? Have you have you thought uh, about that? It's
3: fun. <laughs> I'm not hating on it. I'm just not taking it as seriously uh, as you. Well.
4: Dude, I will say, I will say, Pavetta against the Cardinals. Uh, like, I don't outside of his outside of his complete game against the Reds. I don't know if i felt pure joy from a sporting <laughs> event in my life. Like you like yeah, I don't people...
3: not the bedlam at the bank or Super any of these Bowl. things you're in the, the Reese Homer, like any of these moments you were there in the building. No, 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 no. Good point. Good no, point. I... I mean the Nola Boston star has to be up there, obviously. Nola Boston. Yeah, yeah.
4: Um, <sighs> back in the yeah. infancy of this podcast. <laughs> That's like, right. When no one listened to it or cared. Yeah, there a lot of dynamite stuff. A lot of bad takes. I'll, 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 i own up to that. A lot of bad takes. A lot of bad takes. I e- never even had even any heating up in right. the take yeah. game in the last, uh, last little bit. But, that's right. Um, that's enough about spring training for right now. But I will, <laughs> if you see me combust on the screen. Well, what else
3: are we going to talk about? Do we have other stuff to talk about besides spring training? Or no? no. Well, I
4: mean, yeah, there's, there's stuff to talk no, about. Of course. I'm joking. I'm
3: joking. All right. So let's let's talk about some stuff. Bellinger's not going to be a Philly. Uh, Never really expected that one. I I thought the Montgomery-Snell thing was way more possible than the Bellinger thing. But thoughts on Bellinger going to Chicago. And then thoughts on, like, look, it's it's about to be March. And Montgomery and Snell are both still out there. Both. I know Montgomery's been connected to the Phillies more, it seems like, as this has played out and stuff. But, like, both those guys are freaking sitting there. Like, they're not getting what they want. There is opportunity there. Like, where are you at on the whole kind of what's still out there thing?
4: Yeah, so I, I mean, it did make me more hopeful about signing Jordan Montgomery. Um, and it seems like it seems like Boris is now in the mindset of like, I gotta get these guys in camp. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get as much as we can, but he's definitely he's taking opt outs after year one, year two, whatever. Mm-hmm. He'll take every opt out he, he can at this point. Um, I would be shocked if Bellinger plays on that contract, you know, oh, like yeah. for all I three years. I mean, if years. he plays
3: well, unless he stinks again, if he revert, that's why they, you know, because he literally has gone from being an MVP to being like cut, so the the it's a pretty wide range of sway of uh, outcomes for Ballinger. But I agree, I'd be shocked um, if he plays anything close to last year.
4: He will opt out. Yeah, hundred percent. So and, and and I think that's like a perfect world for for where the Phillies are at right now. Like if if you, if you can sign Jordan time. Montgomery for one year <laughs> and and you have him for a year. It Should not affect how you approach Wheeler, um, because I think if they sign him now, it doesn't affect. Oh, Wheeler's
3: already signed for this year, so it doesn't matter exactly. Yeah, yeah, Wheeler would be for next year anyway. There's no new money, essentially.
4: Um, and it, and it, it allows them,
3: and even either way, if you're signing Montgomery for this year, you're going over that next number anyway, and it wouldn't really, or you're close to it, I would most likely.
4: Well, but I was gonna say, like, they could get off Taiwan still, so uh,
3: sure, sure. Yeah. So you are, um, you are you are the king of all offseason, but maybe they could get off Taiwan.
4: <laughs> I I'm just saying I'm pretty confident that how it's viewed, how that contract is viewed around the league, is not how it's viewed here in.
3: Philadelphia. Oh, well, I agree with that too. I honestly I don't view it that way myself. Like I, again, it might not seem exciting, but like the numbers he gave you last year are pretty close to what. 18 million a year is like as much as it's like uncomfortable to think that way about baseball it's like absurdity but like the innings and the the numbers he gave you it's like close like i, I don't know what i haven't looked at the war and the value and all that, but i would guess he was probably like not that far off value wise from what he costs you know
4: yeah it's it's the ultimate like having to sit there and watch it <laughs> what's, totally. what's, what's well it's bro. the innings eater
3: thing it's like the it's like the innings eater thing when you actually watch it it's like where it's like this is valuable like like jim salisbury says it this way and i love it it's like innings are valuable like he just says it like it's like and it's right it's like innings are freaking valuable in baseball they are and like what taiwan walker gives you is freaking valuable it's just when you watch it every fifth day it's like what like how is this guy making this much money but in reality just if you're really like just you know, dollars and cents, spreadsheet wise, like you know, it's not that bad a contract.
4: No, I will say, um, I've obviously been down on Taiwan. There's definitely a chance that he, he bounces back and has a pretty no good doubt. year. Two years uh, ago,
3: he was good. Like if they got the guy two years ago, we all would have been like, "This is sweet." All right. And, like,
4: uh, and I guess uh, I think I think Alex I think Alex Coffee wrote about how he's been working on uh, getting the velocity up and and not starting games slow. Because it it was, I mean, of all the bits that the Phillies do every year, the 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 Tywin Walker getting rocked in the first three innings and then ending up in the six with the same exact score with it six
3: to four, yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yep. an underrated all time. It was. You're Phillies. right.
3: It was under. Well, it's because there were so many bits, and I told you yesterday I was watching uh 2023 playoff highlights, and then I ended up following and just going to 2022 last night after the game because I was all Phillies up. But, like, I forgot just how many bits the team had. Like, mm-hmm. I'm watching, like, the highlights, and it's, like, Marlins, Braves, and then it's, like, NLCS, and it's, like, Schwarber, bombs. And I'm, like, I totally forgot about that. But, like, what a bit. Like, just shuts up until the – forgot it. Like, we we never forget about the Schwarber sucks till June bit, but we forget about the Schwarber sucks until the NLCS, and then hits, like,
4: eight homers. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's just – there's so many bits with this team. No, it's I mean, the best. It's like, the best. I couldn't stop um, thinking about
3: it as I was watching that, like, all the bits that were playing out.
4: Yeah, so I have a couple thoughts on the, on the on the playoff run last year because uh, we haven't dis- discussed it enough. I do I, too,
3: I, actually. So good, good. No, I
4: just it was the greatest thing. Like when they went up two zero against the Diamondbacks, like you couldn't have told me anything. Like I ten
3: nothing game, dude. It was like it, it, it felt as destined as any moment ever has.
4: Right, they went up two nothing or two zero in the series, and. I even like watching it and bringing back the memories. I was like, dude, these guys, the regular season doesn't matter. They just win. Like, they're just yep. winners. And, um, it sucks that how it ended is, is how it ended. But, um, and speaking of Shorber, a strikeout, but, but there, there was a, there was like an article I think Zalecki wrote about, um, like they think he can bat like 250 again. And I was like, I I don't know where that, I mean, sure. 250
3: would be insane. Like <laughs> I would I would honestly I, I'm sure you would too. I would sign on the dotted line for 220 right now. I'd be like, really? Hell yeah. College Forber batting 220 is a a outstanding baseball player. Please. 250. Come on. Like 250 is winning the MVP. you
4: <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, so, uh he'll have like a
3: 900 on base percentage. I mean, excuse me, at yeah, 900, he'll have like a, a 420 on base percentage if he bats 250.
4: I know. I know. So, uh back to Montgomery though. Like I the 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 the, the Bellinger contract did make me feel more that Montgomery's still on the table. Now, I do know uh I guess I think Lauber talked to Middleton and he basically said, oh, Okay,
3: I thought you are about to say, like, when you said, I do know, I was like, Ooh, Jackie sources, you're about to no, say no, no, something no. that you know that other, the way you said it was like, I do know, I've heard something, you know, it just sounded like
4: that. Anyway, well, they made, they have made an offer, but I don't, I, like, I'm um,
3: sure they've been in touch the whole time.
4: So, but, but Lauber talked to, to Middleton and Middleton basically was advised by Dabrowski, like, save the money for the deadline. And I don't think that's, yeah, we saw the game.
3: quote, the, the, save the, I never heard it called the powder before. It's a, I I don't know if I love that. The save the powder, but mm-hmm. yes.
4: Yes. Um so uh yeah, so I mean that's obviously on the table, but if you have a chance to just from day one be like, "All right, I'll go add Jordan Montgomery to the team." I think you just still take the chance to add Jordan Montgomery. Um I I still think it would require like I only really want to do it if I know I can get off Tom Walker because I am I am worried about the next the next part of the tax because of Because of losing ten spots in the draft, and I know that no one else cares about that besides like five people and me. But I don't don't love losing five spots in the draft. But it it just makes them it makes them just that much more dangerous. And um, adding Jordan Montgomery, and then that lets the deadline pretty much just be: do we need to go get a closer or not? Um, You know, do we need an
3: extra bench bat? You know, and they win. They should. Yeah, they should. no, I mean, like the uh, if you were like if we're really talking about the deadline, if you want to make this team perfect, like some pop off the bench wouldn't hurt. Like they don't have pop off the bench, and that is something you could say is a reasonable thing to add. Like if we could replace Jake Cave with someone at the debt, like you know Adam Duvall or whatever, someone who like I actually feel much more comfortable with in a spot hitting me a home run or whatever. Um, you know, regardless though, I, dude, I'm totally with you. And and I it, the whole thing is you're talking there about Montgomery and. the potential for it and all that. Like I just keep coming back to something that we have talked about all off season and at the end of the season and even during the season last year, but like, we've talked about this so much, but like, they're like right in the heart of a window. Like this is not like beginning of a window. And we're like, we are in the, like, we always talk about athletes like prime years. Like they're in the prime of their career. We are in the prime of this window of the Bryce Harper window, the Trey Turner, Zachary, all these guys, like, like it's now, like, it's, it's all right now. They're all late 20s, early 30s. Like, go time. Like, it's freaking now. You don't sign all these guys, give them all this money and all that to not, like, go for it right now. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, all these guys will never be more equipped and more ready to win you a championship than the next two to three years because it is what it is, right? They're going to decline most likely. Like, so, like, this is it now. And we've talked about this a ton, but, like, that's why you sign a Jordan Montgomery if it happens. That's why if Blake Snell's sitting there and he's, One year, 20 million, like sure, why not? Like that's like it's it you're in the moment right now. And you are gonna, no matter how smart they can be, and I think they can be. And you know, when Aiden Miller's the best player in baseball, that's gonna solve a lot of roster issues for you and all that stuff. But like the reality is we are going to have Trey Turner at 30 million a year or whatever. At the age of 37, 38, 39, we're going to have Bryce Harper potentially into his 40s for those type of numbers and all that. Like, that is a reality. And they can play around that. They can still win and stuff like that. But in terms of, like, you have these contracts in the books, the best value you are getting for this, these massive all-time contracts in terms of the length and all that is right freaking now. You do everything you can to maximize winning right freaking now. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Um, now I, I believe you're not counting for pop off the bench. You were not talking about could be Weston Wilson or Derek Hall,
3: bro. You know how much I love Weston Wilson and how anyone who comes up in their first game and has that type of thing. I'm always going to be connected to, you know, me, like I still love Luke Williams. Like, sorry, it is oh, but it he's is. A
4: brave. So you love the Braves. I, he was, uh, he was no, also a no, Marlin. So no. you love that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I love the Williams family. I should rephrase, uh but you know, I'm always on West Wilson. Like that's my guy. Gave me a moment of, of, of a, a sports, our family, our life moment. I'll, I'll never forget it. Thank you, yeah. Mike. Thank you. I said Mike too. Both of them together, Lorenzen and, and West Wilson gave us a moment. I appreciate
4: yeah. them. um Hey, maybe they can get like Dylan Cousins too. Maybe he could hit a, a hey, some pop off event. you
3: know what? Yeah. Oh, Dylan Cousins. Excuse me. I'm th- I, you know where my mind went. I'm like so ready to defend Dylan Covey to people right now. You said Dylan Cousins, and I'm like, see, before you said pop up bench, I'm like, hey, you know what? We're not slandering Dylan Covey on this podcast. Like he was good last year. I don't care what anyone says.
4: Who's better? <laughs> going, Who's the better Covey? Dylan Covey or Britain Covey?
3: That's a great question. Uh, probably still Britain, but like, I don't know. I mean, for for all we did with Dylan Covey last year, it was one of those things where like disaster. That it was like, you know what? Like, honestly, can't do much better for your mop-up guy, your down 8 one bring him in guy. Like, he was good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't hate Dylan Covey.
4: That's perfectly I mean. fine. He's he's perfectly fine. <laughs> to the
3: point where when you're bringing up Dylan Cousins, I immediately just think you're talking about yeah, Dylan you, Covey. You couldn't, couldn't wait to rant fair. about how great Dylan Covey to is. To be fair, Dylan Covey more relevant than Dylan Cousins to, to our current spot, but
4: yes. Most people would say that. Most people would say that. <laughs> um, the interesting is his part. Cousin's
3: a giant. Is he a giant? I don't
4: know where he is. I do not believe he's. I think he's a football player. I think. He went, uh, oh
3: yes, 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 yes. Every guy tried to be or
4: whatever. Yes. Uh, Christian Pache with a nice little, uh, nice little hit. That's about.
3: that's I, a guy I forgot him. You forget about. I you think
4: know? everyone's forgot about. Like Christian yeah. Pache was like our guy until he got hurt, and then and Johan Rojas had to come up. Yeah. Um, like he was the first. I oh, he God. was a
3: top ten prospect in the sport. Like this, the, like. Talk about pedigree. The guy had it.
4: I know. I know. So uh, we'll see how he factors into it's obviously everything, everything with the team. I don't think he has options. So, um, but either way, we'll see. But, um, you know, it was so funny because obviously last week, the beginning of last week, was a lot of the uh, Harper extension stuff, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um Big advice like I would stop talking about the extension, and if it happens, it happens. Just let and it go
3: away. I totally just, agree with you, just, dude. I totally
4: just let agree. it go away. Just let it go away. I still can't believe JK's on this team, but um, I can't either. Like, I uh, if you could have said, are right,
3: you get to pick one person who definitely won't be on the Phillies next year, I probably would pick JK
4: anyway. Go ahead. Uh, um, but it was so funny because the discussion was like, oh my god, well, like, all these older contracts, like whatever. It's like I just – I I don't buy into the theory of, oh, my God, they're going to suck in, like, eight years. Just because after Rollins and Utley and those guys got old, they sucked for a decade because they couldn't draft and they couldn't develop and they couldn't uh, – they, they weren't spending money and they kind of just were, like, 10 years behind everyone else in baseball. doesn't mean, like, the Phillies are going to fall off a cliff when they're just pretty much paying an older Trey and, and an older Bryce. Like, it doesn't automatically mean they're going to stink. You have to be. You have to have your your player development in a good spot. You have to have your drafting in a good spot. Um, but like I I think there was a lot. There was a little bit too much doomsday of everything's going to suck ten years from now. I just don't think that. Like I like who knows who they're able to draft. No, who, I'm who with knows you. Who, totally. who they can sign in in, in the inter, international market. Again, like, that's
3: why that's why I said it that way before when I was joking about that. But that's why I was like, when Aiden Miller's the best player in baseball, I won't worry. But it's like. We love a Miller, but it's like, all it takes is, is hitting on a prospect. All it takes is a couple moves and like, it doesn't matter. You can win. Like, I don't think Bryce Harper is going to stink and assume he's healthy. I don't think he's going to stink at 38. I just don't think he's going to be worth $25 million. You know, like, I think it's a really good point. Like, don't assume that the future of the Phillies is barren because they have these numbers on the books, especially because the by the time that comes around the, the, cap luxury tax or if you're going to call it is going to be way higher like that 25 million or 27 million or whatever turner is like that or nola or whatever these numbers are going to be so much less i mean harper already is from the time harper signed his contract to now in terms of AV. that's why this is happening that's why he's talking about an extension it's because he's looking at it's like oh that guy's making 40 that guy's making 70 that guy's making 35 i'm making 25 like so as time goes on that's only going to increase more where the percentage of the the Pie, so to speak, is smaller and smaller on a year-to-year basis. But again, that doesn't change the point I said before, where it's still you're in a window now, and you and you commit to that.
4: Exactly, exactly. Um, and especially if you if you can do the Bellinger-ish type deal with an opt-out after year one, totally. It is, it just lays it out perfectly because okay, he can leave, or he's really good, and you resign him. Plus, you know, you have Painter coming back, you know, next year, and next year if you go into, into it, the just season. gives you
3: optionality to go like it with a Hinky phrase. It gives you so many ways to you know maneuver.
4: And he opts in, it go and I, and given I think they're gonna resign Wheeler no matter what. So okay. Wheeler, Nolan, Montgomery, Ranger, Painter is <laughs> with like, I mean, that's Sanchez like with hanging San- around. I mean that's like Dude. dude, I was I was I was putting together I was putting together my uh, my Fritz list yesterday um, because uh, someone D- DM me asking early for early for the Fritz oh, list, so I figured yes. I would you I would have to person. look I have to look at it real quick and 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 put together. Yeah, some guys my, like. my
3: draft is like a month from now, so make sure we're we're all over yes. that. Yeah,
4: um, dude, like Chris Sanchez was ranked ahead of Walker Bueller on one site that I love that I like really value. Oh. And does that have like,
3: to do with coming back from injuries so with Bueller? I mean, because yeah. Bueller is clearly but still, I mean, that's that's a wild thing. But it <laughs> Just was like a concept.
4: He was ahead of a lot of guys. I was like, man, really? Like, did I and I think I always do this. And I think, you know, we I think we were guilty of this a lot with the Wheeler Cy Young stuff from a couple years ago, where we're almost so close to it that you you don't realize how good they are. Totally. Like,
3: I say this all the time, dude. I always say like, we're myopic with our Philly sports. Cause we focus so in on it that I bring this up with the pitching staff a lot where it's like the fifth starter thing, even with Taiwan, where we were just talking about with like the value that he brings, like look at the fifth starters for most teams in baseball. Like, you know who sucks? The fucking pirate! Oh, I curse.
4: Oh, Damn man, it! That was the pirates'
3: one. fist starters st- stinks. Like whoever's this? Like most fist starters stink, and we just focus so much on ours. All right, bad job. Right. <laughs> that was, wow. That was like that was a blatant.
4: Did not expect the, uh, yeah, the, the, the
3: the. I'm the excited. Pirates. All right.
4: No, it's good, but yeah, and, and it's it's funny because every time I put something out about the Phillies, that's that's positive. Uh, It's always like, well, pitching sucks or whatever sucks. It's like they have a top five rotation, a top five bullpen and a top five lineup. Like they, are they, are they great at any of those spots? Like I think lineup wise is pretty great. Ah, good play. Just kidding. Um, like is lineup wise, (laughs) lineup wise probably the closest to great. Is the rotation great, great? No, but like by, but it's really good. Wise, it's really good, and, and the bullpen- also
3: compared to the rest of the league, like if you look at FanGraphs, see this, whatever you want to choose, as you're like, I'm gonna get excited for the season and read stuff. Like the Phillies are a top three rotation. Like basically anywhere you look, are considered. Considered obviously it plays out whatever, but they are like ranked as a top three rotation wherever you look. Fangraphs has him as number two, they were number one until Kirchhoff came back to the Dodgers. Like, like, whatever, like we get myopic, and I think a lot of times people in the city are like, oh, you overrate them this and it's like, no, look at the rest of the league. Like the Phillies rotation is legit, legit. You know, like it is. And then you have Montgomery, it'd be the best. It'd be the best. They would have the it'd best. Be the best.
4: It would be it would be eleven all over again, except yeah. Like, that 11 rotation was obviously special, but, like, Oswald was on almost his last leg.
3: Almost. Um, he just wasn't Oswald. Like, he was – I mean, uh, Christopher Sanchez last year was better than freaking Oswald was.
4: hmm So, um, I, I, I just – Jordan Montgomery, and I remember watching that South Carolina. I remember um, when he first came up with the Yankees, he wore 47. He's like, a
3: gamer, dude. Like, we saw it he, last year in the playoffs. We saw it before with the – like, the dude's just a gamer. Like, he's just one of those dudes who, like – He's going to show up. He's going to show up.
4: He just reminded me of, he reminded me of Pettit. Like, like a, a competitive.
3: What like, a good comp. Like, no, like unfair to compare anyone to Pettit in the playoffs, but like even Vi, like the way he uh, obviously lefty too, but the way he goes about his business, he does feel Pettit. Like that's kind of an, a good comp.
4: And you have, you've had into the postseason with Wheeler, who's already has a ridiculous <laughs> resume. Nola more hit or miss. It's
3: um, still good. Like Noel's still got like a three something career postseason ERA. Like he's still solid, good postseason pitcher. You know.
4: And then Ranger and Montgomery. I mean, like that's a like those are three out of four pretty proven postseason guys, and one guy who has a chance to be dominant um, I mean, as Ranger's well. So Ranger's
3: pretty postseason too. I mean, Ranger's great in the
4: postseason. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I think Noel's oh, actually. You're, bigger you're
3: saying uh, Noel? I got it. Okay, my bad. My bad. Yep. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think uh, Noel's actually a bigger question mark than the postseason.
3: No, he is. You're right. Good point. My
4: bad. <laughs> than, 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 than
3: no, you're totally right. Good point.
4: So, um, yeah, it would be exciting. It would be exciting. And we'll we'll see if anything happens. I know he said we're not going to spend to the trade deadline, but I just still believe that if there's a chance to add a guy, I think they'll take that chance. So, uh, looking forward to it.
3: Yeah, I'm so with you. And look, I think, like, you want to keep it up in the trade deadline, but, like, First and foremost, signing Montgomery down doesn't mean you can't still do things at the trade deadline. Maybe it's like not as big or whatever. And even then, you could do whatever you want. Like ultimately, like, yes, there are luxury tax thresholds, but it's not a salary cap. Like they can do what they need to do if they feel they need to do it. And if they get an opportunity to get a guy like Montgomery at a at a value and a short term value, like I think I'm so with you. I don't I do not think that The we want to wait till the deadline would prohibit them from doing something they believe like so she because like it is what it is you like yeah you could trade for someone like montgomery at the deadline or you could have the guy for the whole season you could not give up prospects for him like there's so many you know and it's all about the market but
2: call from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
3: I'm so with you um all right uh, what else you got feels like take bag time
4: <laughs> yeah because uh, it's funny. there's been so much we've uh, uncovered on this pod. I know uh, and it's like 37 minutes and I feel like I feel like this take bag could take 25 minutes I'm just letting okay.
3: you know go. oh God <laughs> I thought this would be like a 40 minute pod total but no worries. let's go the,
4: the Rojas the Rojas bad path thing is real it looked look, uh, more clean <laughs> My only thing. You had to bring it back. Okay. I know, but to to finalize my point is that everyone needed that. My only concern with spring training stuff is that if it doesn't work, do they go back and revert to their to what they've always done? So while I'm excited, and while the 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 hit was great yesterday, he did also swing and miss on some sliders early, which we don't love. Some more in the dirt, which you know we would like to. Get that locked in. Um, but the Bat Path, very exciting. Uh, one thing that's not exciting, James, Uh-oh. and I'm curious how you feel about this. You are an old soul. You, um, you are someone who... Uh, Actually, just old too. Just They're old, just but I believe old, yeah. you are resistant to change. You don't love everything becoming so modernized. Yes,
3: like me and all other human beings. Yes, resistant to change. Yes.
4: Well, but you also don't like you don't like everything being modernized either. Like movies, right? Like '90s movies are better than movies today because like so it's not the graphic.
3: modernization. It's yes, partially the CGI is not as good, and also like the superheroification of movies and all that. But it's not because it's strictly because it's new. It's not like a, oh it was better in my day. But yes, I do. For the
4: most part, I Would will you not. Just argue go either. along yes. with the plan yes, for I'm one second? Yes, I'm going
3: along. I'm going along. Let's go. What do you got? I
4: I like the out of town scoreboard the way that it was. I do and, too. It,
3: I hated that they did this. I'm yes. with you. Thank you. It's and too then, digital, I know I'm the one I'm supposed to, but it's it's too supposed digital. to feel a certain way. Like it's baseball. It's like Wrigley. It's like Fenway. Like I, if it were up to me, like I'd rather still have the guy back there taking the cards out and sticking them yes. in. Like certain things. I'm with you like I am yes averse to change like everyone but also like I understand that change needs to happen there are certain things that are just perfect like it's just perfect and you don't need to change it
4: real quick off of that I think we talked we've, we've 100% talked about it but I'm just I'm just very curious like <laughs> will we well me may, yeah. hopefully I'll probably well, be yes yes good maybe a longer life
3: Uh, (laughs) technology buddy there we go will
4: you will you see a different ballpark besides citizens bank park in your life or do you think that
3: we have talked about this i think yes i do ultimately i don't want that i'm i'm dude i am right there with you i want i want in a hundred years when they've changed every ballpark and they'll be like the three oldest ballparks wrigley Femway and Citizens Bay Park. Like I'm with you. I want it to be that. I think it's cool enough. I think it's well built enough. I think it it, it is timeless and classic enough. Like Camden Yards, same way. Like mm-hmm. I think that could last forever. Um, I just, you know, I just if I had to bet in like 20, 30 years, like with the money involved, with the politics involved, with the mm-hmm. city, the whole thing that's involved, like I just think someone's gonna be like, hey, let's make some money and build a stadium, you know, would be my guess. The
4: only uh the only thing I will accept a new stadium location is if they can do it on Penns Landing or totally. somewhere. I, which is the dream.
3: It's I the, mean it's the
4: ultimate dream.
3: I mean it, it is like and I understand like the Chinatown thing and this and that, and I understand the the all kinds of issues, just forgetting any specific Correct. issues with specific states just on a holistic level. There's nothing cooler than a baseball stadium in a city like there just
4: isn't like to oh, be able and, to walk and on a river on top of
3: that. on a river like PNC, like PNC Park, like is not overrated. It's beautiful. It's awesome to watch a baseball game there. And that's not even, you know, half the city that Philadelphia is. But being right on the water with the bridges and the city right behind you, like like it just kicks ass, man. Like it's just a fun way to watch baseball. So I, I'm right there with you. I would I would love it. I just I don't expect it.
4: Plus we call it Harper's Cove. I mean it's just oh, yes. <laughs> I'm really just thinking about Walker at this point, you know. Like, I want Walker to experience, you know, a, a ballpark downtown. Uh-huh. Um but final thought on that before I move on. It, to your many just, other thoughts, yes. There's yes. a lot of thoughts. I just I think Citizens Bank Park is just perfect. Like Are I, I think it is a perfect, like it's loud. It, I, the way it's built was with Dave Montgomery's vision, like even down to the where, to where if you hit it off the wall at this current point, yeah, it bounces probably, a certain way and all that. Yeah, You can get it inside In the park that. home run. Like it, it's well, just and it also, perfect also it park
3: has, park. it has like a, like you know, like there are just certain sports stadiums or just music venues, whatever that you walk into. And there's no life. Like you could just feel it where it just feels like this is a space that was built to house events and then there are places that you walk into and say, like, this is where the Phillies play. Like, this is like a, a home. Like, it has a, a a vibe and a life to it. And then you add in all the moments that have happened there, and especially you know the last few years and the whole you know national thing and all. Like, there's just something about the place that it's there's just something special there. And I don't I don't know that you'd want to ever mess with that. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a great spot. It's a great yeah. spot. Uh, one thing I've also been thinking a lot about, because we're we're winding down, and I guess it ties into the the biomechanics thing. For some reason, I've been of like course, thinking you had about to
3: bring the biomechanics back. It's gonna work.
4: <laughs> For some reason, I've been thinking about a lot recently, like, like life without JT um, yeah. and how because like we we've been. Because, I mean, yeah, he's
3: like thirty-two year old, thirty-three year old catcher. I
4: mean, you know, how long? He and got? we've been spoiled by having like at 31, the best he is, yeah. or one of the best at his position for the last like four years. And it's like, I'm not ready for the usual drop off that comes.
3: Well, especially because he might not have been the best at his position, but Chooch was super underrated. Like Chooch was a really good catcher and, uh, and you know, got you clutch hits. And obviously it was a great backstop and all that stuff and did everything you want to have a catcher that it does feel like outside of, you know, a few years in there, it feels like we've kind of been spoiled at a position for a long time where it can be really ugly and and year to year. Like, a lot of these guys, I mean, I mean just the way JT hits, even when he gets cold, road JT, whatever, I mean, compared to most catchers, I mean, it's usually I an automatic out for the most part, you know? So I, I, it's such a great point, Jack. I think for a long time we have not... You know, like Andrew Knapp, the whole nap thing. We got so many. He was a backup catcher. Imagine your starting catcher being like Andrew knapp esque, because that's what some are. You know, like.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, um. And the thing is, like, I, I just have a feeling. I, I don't think at the end of his contract, which is after next year, I, I think he's gonna be back. Like, I don't Whoa, think. Oh,
3: it's already the end of next year, Jack. Oh my god. Twenty twenty
4: five.
3: The PJT thing feels like it was yesterday. Jesus. Yes. God.
4: Wow. The, okay. the 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 sign that, that Harper as
3: if I could not feel older.
4: Okay. Good.
3: Cool. Yeah, he's got one year left. he got one Time more year left.
4: Is flying. But I don't. But I I I think he's going to be back. Like I, I think agree. I think they'll they'll resign him. Although he and will not he, be playing first base. No, like, he's like, like,
3: aged well as a catcher in terms of at the Athletics. And we talked about this back in the day when they signed him and all that. But like he is a rare kind of case in that not only is he just extra athletic. Period. He's you know a great runner and all that stuff for a catcher, but. He played shortstop and, and other positions. A lot of his career, he doesn't have the same, like, you know, 20 years of squatting down or whatever mm-hmm. prior that a lot of people do. So you it wouldn't be shocking if he could last a little long.
4: Well, and um, in reading the Galb article, oh, that's a good piece of hitting by Casty. That's a good piece of hitting, Casty. <laughs> um, oh, maybe he says he had a little changeup on the uh... outside corner, but he dumped over the shortstop. Regardless, by the way, Matt Stroud looked great. Um um. Uh. Oh. I mean, like, that, reading the Gelb yeah. article, like he's very conscious about about, and he's like aggressive and not regressing. I guess if that's, that's <laughs> cool. if, if that's the way that you can do it. So, um. No, it's just like life without JT. You know, we've I've almost I feel like I've almost uh, I've appreciated JT, but it, it like it can go bad with the catching position. There's not many around the game that are as good as JT. So it's kind of um, a
1: smaller,
3: uh, uh, like obviously in terms of importance to the city, but like kind of a smaller version of the Jason Kelsey thing where it's something you don't really just think about, like a position that seems like it's like, all right, we're just set at this thing and that's what we do. And then all of a sudden, Jason Kelsey's not going to be the center of the Eagles anymore, and it's like, oh, like well, that's not
4: possible. Wow, we
3: had that thing. Like, I feel like it's not the same level, obviously, but it's a similar type of thing with the catcher position and what JT has been in a way from from an yes. on the field perspective. Yeah.
4: Um. So I think before the last podcast, or 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 since the last podcast, it came out Middleton talking about. How they offered Yamamoto the most of anyone else, and I do believe it was in the three thirty range, um, which is hilarious. But I wonder if they were so aggressive in Yamamoto, probably knowing that they weren't getting them, uh, with the idea of next off season being all in and maybe even going up to like four hundred million uh, for Sasaki, who yeah. I believe will be over next year. It would um, make sense. Who I think right now is a top five pitcher in the world. Well, you but- talked
3: about it last time. Even when when we were talking about trying to sign Yamamoto, you brought up Sasaki and you were like, "Listen, I love Yamamoto. I would sign him."
4: Sasaki, dude. Like yeah, I just remember.
3: I remember how excited you were about him, and that was what you know, three, four months ago. You were talking about that.
4: Oh, man, Schwab almost had an infield single. That, oh. We're getting to 250 one day at a time, one day at a time. Um, but, yeah, I, a part of me was wondering, okay, well, is this all laying the groundwork for Just show,
3: show, hey, look, we are willing to pay for Japanese pitchers. We'll make you feel comfortable, whatever. Like, And by being up there, that's a fascinating – I mean, look, if they are – and it, look, I would believe it with Dombrowski, but Dave Dombrowski and John Middard are playing 4-D chess then. Even if they don't get Sasaki, just to think that way, to say, like, hey, maybe we get Yamamoto, maybe we don't, but, like, we're setting something up, that'd be really cool.
4: Yep, so that, that was uh, something I was thinking. Um, interesting seeing some of the clips of Griff McGarry's new windup. Um, it, it looks a, a lot tighter. You know, he I think he got away with... Uh, you know, being long in his mechanics, like he drops arm pretty far down. They really shortened it up. I, the only concern I have with that is that it, it, it takes a while for it to click. I think. I don't think this is an overnight thing. So. Like, I know Pavetta a couple of years ago, he tried to shorten it and it really just broke out last year. By the way, there are uh, a, a lot of breakout Pavetta articles being written right now. And <laughs> I would are. just like to say you're five every, years too late. Every year, dude, every year. <laughs> you're, you're, you're late. You're late. Um, so it, it just, it takes a little while when you shorten your arm path to get comfortable with it. I, they're already saying he might not pitch in grapefruit league games. Um, but just looking at the shortened mechanic, it, it, it's like and and he does not have the velocity. I'm not saying he's this guy, but it looks just like Spencer Strider. So mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'm excited about the Griff McGarry stuff. I want to see him in a game because um, I want to see what it looks like. But potentially back in on Griff McGarry.
3: That so. was a real high hopes moment there. Thank you for you yes. know. Okay, I thought I for a moment thought it was five years ago and we were talking about Nick Favetta and Kurt Schilling and I just had a real flashback. But we're back and we're good now. So go ahead. We're good.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I, listen, I, all I said was that he's a splitter away from being Steven Strasburg.
3: <laughs> yes, you did. You sure did.
4: And he's better than Steven Strasburg right now. That's so. <laughs> well, true. Yeah. So. so am I,
3: Jack. <laughs> so am I. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, very excited about the Griff thing. I'm excited to see Mick Abel today. I can't wait for that. Um, but 10000 10, at the at the home opener today. Wow, I
3: mean, really? That's phenomenal.
4: Wow, dude. It's really cool. people yeah. are excited for the Fills, and we we talked about this. Which like, is
3: true. They are. They are They're so excited.
4: I thought people were going to be a little <laughs> bit like hesitant to buy in. Me too. I mean, people are flocking to Clearwater. Fully
3: in. I mean, the way the Eagle season ended definitely like played a role, but. There is, like, almost no animosity or anger or whatever. Like, it's her. It sucked. We all remember it. But, like, I've carried none of it over. I am, like, as excited as I could possibly be for the Phils. And I don't, you know, it doesn't hang over me at all. And I would have never guessed that track.
4: Yeah. Well, that actually does bring me to a, a thing I texted you last night and some other people about. Um, <laughs> it's wild for as Backbreaking as the Yordan Alvarez home run. Like So last night, full disclosure, I, I watched one of the 2023 highlight films, and it started yeah, with the, which with the Alvarez. Which I super fun. Yeah. It started. Well, because I wasn't going to let you out old <laughs> like, 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 that's sickening if you are if you are watching all yeah. highlights. And as I'm soon not. as
3: I texted you that I was watching the highlights, you had to watch it,
4: was well, it? Well, I was like, guess what I'm doing tonight. Um, <laughs> so... so so, you know, the, the, the highlight that I watched, it started with the Alvarez home run. And again, I think that's only the third time I've seen it. Um, Steve, and in
3: your it was, book, freaking one of them. I was, that was yeah. what
4: I was not, it was like not expecting that at all. I was like,
3: whoa! Oh! Anyway, go ahead.
4: But for such a terrible moment, like it feels like it's never talked about like Ronde. It's never talked about like Joe Carter. I agree with about, you a
3: hundred percent.
4: And it's, and it's, I think it's because we have just, Pretty much erased it from the Philadelphia sports memory yeah. bank. I think. I think we've. Well, I think and we've it's also because Game Five.
3: I think it's because, and you put it out in the literally credit to you in the moment you knew the Phillies lost the World Series in Game Five. It almost felt like that your the Alvarez Homer was just like, "Yup." Yep. You know, yeah, wasn't like they
4: were up. They were up I know, trust
3: me, I know. I'm not trying to diminish it. I'm just trying to explain why. Cause I'm right there with you. When I text you back, I'm like, I don't even think about it. I'm like, I don't even think about the Astros series. I just think about beating the Padres. And then I like kind of just blank out of what happened in 2022. And I, you know, it was so fun on the whole, the run itself. But you're right. Like, what like it was it was not exactly Joe Carter because you know it's only happened twice in baseball history, but like it was the same idea. Like the Phillies lost a World Series on a uh, a home run in Game Six, the World Series essentially lost the World Series there, and like we just never even like think about it.
4: It's crazy. No, I think I think I think if you rank, it's funny because you rank the heartbreak of that series. And I think the, the McCormick catch ranks no, above no. the Alvarez home. I would
3: I would freaking put the the Reese freaking error above it I would put the Brad Marsh bat above it <laughs> like the, Brad Marsh interesting what are we Brandon, hockey he's, podcast he's, oh.
4: no that's not on you the camera did it the other day the yeah and did the Howard did
3: it too and uh, it's a bad job by me though not no excuses.
4: no excuses. no it's no it's I mean it's definitely it's, it's a bad on job you yeah, For sure. no, no excuses.
3: Honestly, it's also just watched Pulp Fiction, and I've been quoting the "Check out the big brain on Brad" a lot, so I've got Brad in my head.
4: Nice, nice. Um, oh, that uh, is and, a like, tasty burger. Last thing. Last thing, uh, I did appreciate, you know, Whit Merrifield and Colby Allard like immediately talking about how different the culture is here. Oh. Just makes you feel makes you feel warm inside. Makes I know. you feel warm. Inside. Well,
3: I loved it. I mean, even before he got here, like Whit was on with the like the just the and I'm paraphrasing, but the quote where it's like, "I've been an all star, I've led the league in hits, I've blah blah blah, I've done all that. I want to come here to win, man. I want to be a
4: part of this
3: thing. It's like, bro. Yes.
4: Yeah, I mean, yes." <laughs> It is a shame that they're gonna have to cut him for Kingery in, <laughs> in in June, but
3: I love that you think they would cut him before Sosa. Strong, strong, good work. Good
4: Thank work. you. No, no, Sosa is also Sosa is awesome, my guy. There are so well, many so of my guys so said, on this team.
3: That was one of the fun ones. I forgot when I was watching the 2022 highlights was the the slide into home. The same, oh, the like it's so great, it's so great. And real quick before we now just, it's only like, it's
4: it, only taken back because we don't talk about that because of the the hop skip the Sosa like uh, the the Sammy Sosa like hop after in Game Six where it looked like he hit oh one I know. feet I know and it was caught that up was I
3: mean that's like the all time I mean it was gone that was gone like it was gone hundred percent um. A couple quick things. Uh, the the Stott Grand Slam, we, I don't think we talk about it enough as a moment because obviously, you know, it's just the first round and whatever, but in terms of, like, like it wasn't the Reese bat spike, it wasn't the Harper, uh, you know, Bedlam, but it might be the next loudest at any point either run. Like, that. the mm. Stott Grand Slam, just pure loudness, pure, like, eruption in the same, it was up there is the point.
4: I got one that goes against that. The the Harper home run off of the Elder.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The the Stare Down. Yeah, the that's what you call. Yeah. You're I, think, right. I, think uh, yep. I
4: think that was louder than the Grand slam. But
3: either way, those were the two loudest of last year. Also, the um uh you know, Wheeler just to, I don't we talk about it, but like when you watch just the highlights and watch like the inning after and they just show like bang, bang, six, seven, and just like show like and then you think about him coming in at the end and really like it's just between him and Ranger two, but what he did, I just wanna like one more time, just shout it out and be like, wow. And then one other good thing, and then one other weird thing, and then that's it on my thoughts, 2023, and then we're moving on. But um, we don't uh, – Jeff Hoffman had one bad moment, one bad pitch, but otherwise, like, the dude was awesome. Like, that moment against the Braves, and it was like, oh, no, Jeff Hoffman. Jeff Hoffman was really good, and I'm excited to see what he does this
4: year, essentially. He did throw a bad slider in Game 7, but – Did he? Yes. Yes. Okay. I've blocked that out. I don't remember that. Yes, I'm sure. He um,
3: did. Also, he was, did so,
4: but yeah, Jeff Hoffman's great. It's just he, him coming in in the third of Game One against the uh, Braves with with the masterclass by Rob Thompson was unbelievable. Um, unbelievable splitter but he did allow a back breaking run in okay the, uh, so in i don't remember somewhere. that
3: i trust yes. you i I've, I've blocked that out uh and then the weirdest thing that we don't talk about because we talk about the kimbrough moves and the kirkering moves and all but the weirdest thing that i do think played a role when you look at it at you know how he pitched in the next two games bringing kirkering in in the 10 nothing game to pitch the ninth really weird move like and i don't Like, and he was flat the next two outings, and he used him, overused him. And it just, in the moment, it was like, I I guess, experience, whatever, but like, he's already gotten playoff experience. Like, why is Kirkring in this game right now? It felt weird in the moment. And then the way his postseason finished out, like, he probably would have, it probably would have happened anyway. But it just, in hindsight, it was a moment that felt weird in the moment that we never talk about. But like now, especially after he fell apart after that, like, it just was like, why? Like, why was he pitching in a 10 nothing game in that spot? And well, he used it have been to like, 3, 4, like it was so Exactly! It was just so weird in the moment I had forgotten about it and everything that happened. It's just a weird one that I we don't Yeah, mention. I
4: mean, maybe you just wanted him to get a, uh, his feet I know! Out, uh, feet I'm sure
3: him. it's what it is, but, like, the way it played out, like, I don't know. It just felt weird. Anyway, that's
4: all I got. Um, actually, no, I'm actually glad you brought that up. I meant to put it in my, uh, in my take bag. We talk all the time, and this is the, my... Promise my final thing. Um, although Hoffman's hitting 96. We did right end
3: now, up so. going an hour, so it did, yes. we did it somehow.
4: Um, you know, we always talk about guys coming into new teams, and sometimes it takes a little bit to adjust. And, um, you know, it, and you, maybe you see the real them in year two. I think people wrote off. Gregory Soto a little bit too much. Oh, and- I love this
3: call. And Dombrowski keeps bringing him up whenever they talk about closer. He's like, he's like, by the way, guys, Soto's had a thirty save season. Like he's done it before. I agree with yeah.
4: you. Yeah, well, especially with what they got at Alvarado after that. Um, you know, after the first year, God, mm-hmm. I love Jeff. Well, and
3: especially I when you look at Jeff Soto's Alvin. numbers, where it's like. It really was a few bad outings. And it really was like, especially against lefties. He was really, really good. Like there are things that you can look at and so does year and be like, I think that you know, if he's used in the right situations, if he doesn't have a couple bad outings, I think his numbers could look so much
4: better. You know? Yeah. Also I think Turner's using a smaller glove, which should help oh, him defensively. Buddy. So. Let's go. Yep, yep yep uh all right oh man i think jeff Hoffman just got took him like 700 feet to right well that's oh, it's good. caught by it's caught by casting Honest, we're good we're back everything's fine jeff Hoffman's not done a one two three inning what a beautiful day uh i love this podcast i am so excited to record and uh man this is great
3: i did not expect us to go an hour but i should always expect it it's a beautiful day.
4: always expect to go an hour all Special
3: right we'll stuff. be back later in the week uh we'll figure it out whenever but um I'm pumped, man. And maybe we got some news coming up later to announce that could be fun for stuff we'll be doing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So we'll get there. Big stuff. All right. Big stuff. Big, big, fun stuff. Freaking awesome stuff. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk about it later. Um, I'm so happy they're back, man. Like, I, this is, to our point before, this is about as much as I've needed baseball in, you know, on February 25th and in recent years as I
4: remember. And We're officially 32 days from opening day.
3: Let's go, buddy. Let's go. All right, uh, we'll be back later in the week. Until
4: then,
3: use Fritz some seltzer.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.